We better figure out an intro soon because we're we're going. We're going. We're going with this. We're this going with here. Fucking nasty bo you got, man. I'm just trying to fucking get home, officer, and you won't let me do that. I'll give you the thumb. Well, happy belated New Year to y'all. Happy New Year. I don't even know what to follow that up with because you always say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, but you can't follow up the Happy New Year with anything other than Happy, hopefully, New Year. I, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Happy, hopefully, better year than 18. 2018 was a pretty good year. I think it was a good year for me. I mean, it wasn't like the worst year ever. Definitely like an uphill of things. Since 2017 was probably worse. Yeah. Well, so all you can do is keep on walking up that mountain or that hill. Make sure you don't fall back backwards. Right. So how have you been doing in the new year? Been all right. I've been playing a lot of Smash Brothers. Um, (laughs) Almost beat it. Oh, I, I, I beat the adventure mode technically did beat it never mind yeah i beat the adventure mode uh, a couple caveats to that some of the conversation we had earlier but i'll come back around to that i have a couple of like challenge things left in. i have one i have one challenge left in adventure mode uh and that is the get all of the adventure mode skills and i need like uh 220 more uh orbs for that one that's a lot it is, uh, but that's going to be far easier to do than the the other challenges that I've already completed. Well, that's a good thing. You, <laughs> you did the obscure challenges towards the end. Yes. So yeah. Th- so you make it through the game. If you if you haven't played Adventure Mode, you don't have as much time to play Smash Brothers as I've put into Adventure Mode. <laughs> you go through the world of light, then you end up in the world of dark, and then you end up in the world of balance, or where you're supposed to try and keep the balance. If you cleared out all of the spirits as i did you can do that you create the balance and then you can get your true ending the true ending you go to your final boss you start off with this platformer section where you'll get to you know like platform for a while you reach a, a larger set of platforms and then you fight off a bunch of light and dark versions of the various fighters in the game Okay. So like Young Link, Toon Link, Ganon, Wario, etc. You know, through the line. Waluigi? He's not a fighter. Uh, he's yeah. a, okay. He's a assist trophy. So yeah. no. Yeah, he no. still doesn't get a good place in the game. No, nope. I didn't care about him anyway. Nope. So yeah, so you, you go through that. And if you do that with Ganon without getting KO'd, uh, you get a challenge. And you can jump through that, get to the second section, and then back out like exit it and you will complete the challenge okay i did i did that so i know that for a fact the other challenge (laughs) which i raged so hard over (laughs) is the complete uh, the final stage without getting uh, the final uh i would call it final stage of the final boss section without getting ko'd so i'm assuming that means make it through all three without getting ko'd uh, I don't have any confirmation to say that you can get KO'd in the earlier rounds and still have your win. I just tried doing it without getting KO'd all the way through. Makes sense. I can I can tell you, however, that uh, if you go to rematch, like if you were to die and you were to go to rematch, that doesn't count. Anymore. It doesn't count. Yeah, I I tried that on my first time completing that battle. Uh, and I didn't get that one. And I went, okay. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I wasn't really mad about it at that point. So to be fair, all of these pieces the platforming the boss rush and then the final battle with galing and darkon i think that's how you pronounce that one they're not difficult on their own like you you get three characters to go through that section with the platforming section they give you maximum tomatoes so you can get some of your health back throughout that thing when you get to the boss rush you kill two bosses 
you get a heart container which removes all of your all of your damage and so every two there's six bosses so every two bosses you get a heart container so then you go into the final battle with the galeem and darkon together with no damage and then in that battle those two can actually hurt each other because again you're trying to do enough damage equally to not knock one of them out completely and have the other one have too much health i supposedly if you do that you know you could get the, one of the bad endings so you want to kind of dish out your damage equally interesting so you have to balance everything exactly uh, i don't know how true that is because there was one of the times i got frustrated and i just ended up killing all of the dark uh, boss battles and so all i had were the light ones and i went through and finished those ones and they never really gave me a oh my god you're running out of time moment hmm. or change anything and then even in a couple of my because I, I fought Darkon and, and, and Galeem way too many times to try and get this fucking thing. Uh, there was a couple times where Galeem got murdered uh, and I still had a number of hits left on Darkon and I, I almost finished it uh, and then I would get KO'd so I'd end up restarting. But Galeem would be down for a, a good little while and it didn't really seem like anything happened. So again, I don't know how accurate that is. But yeah, in the Galeem Darkon battle, I got within like one or two hits so many times I started just, I got infuriated. This, this is the closest I've come to actually breaking a controller in a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm to a point where enough of the pins are broken inside of the controller that I could probably pop, pry the thing apart. Uh, is that why you ordered a new one? I did order a new one just to be safe. I, I think I, I think there are some issues with that other controller. So I'm just like, I'm going to order a new controller and I will hopefully not break the second one. Hopefully, um, not. But just don't play Smash Brothers, <laughs> right? Well, again, it it was it was the challenge was the problem. That particular challenge was infuriating. The battles themselves, and I didn't, I did because I was trying to do those challenges and I was having trouble. I knocked myself down from normal to easy to try and make it easier, and it wasn't that much easier. <laughs> I was still having problems, but I think if I was playing that without trying to do that challenge, it, it wouldn't be that bad because there's enough it seems like there's enough leeway in it that it's not meant to be incredibly difficult to be fair. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was literally just the challenge because <laughs> I, I got to a point the one time Darkon was Galen was dead. Darkon, you couldn't even see the health bar and then you got KO'd. I got KO'd because <laughs> you suck <laughs> and I lost it <laughs> on New Year's Eve. I was up to like four in the morning or New Year's day. Actually, I was up to four in the morning doing that and then New Year's day after I had slept a little bit, I came back. I tried playing it, and I got mad again. And so I went to the gym, and I came back, and I finally beat it. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you got to do. But yeah, there's there's some things I I would play on normal, but I always give myself a challenge by being usually by being a couple thousand below whoever I was fighting, or not having any spirits at all, yeah. except for the the legend fights with the four star spirits that you'd fight against. Well, those guys are pretty hard. Those guys are hard, and then so like. A number of those, I would end up being like a thousand or maybe almost two thousand above some of them, and it would still be a giant pain in the ass to fight. I told you about this one. I was in Balance World. There's a uh, Little Mac fight where he has the Giga Mac spirit. It's a four star spirit. The, the fight is Little Mac is giant and has uh, super armor, and it's a stamina fight. The super armor makes him uh, harder to launch, and you can't. He doesn't really flinch. So you can't really you can't interrupt his attacks but he can interrupt yours and he's giant and i I couldn't figure out what to do so i was like i'll just try and launch him off the side of the the stage because my counter can launch him at least a little bit and so i tried doing that and i kept failing i was getting frustrated 
And eventually, he fucking launched himself off the, the side of that particular stage. It was the boxing ring stage. So you can make it to the edge of the the ring, ring and actually blow yourself out. <laughs> he managed to do a uh, charging uppercut at me and went off the side and killed himself. And I was like, like, fuck this shit. Computer doesn't want to fight me anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's like, fuck you. Judge. You accepted it, though. Yeah, I accepted it. Moved on. I also managed to, uh, I also managed, because I was playing Smash Brothers so much, I've essentially burned a small hole in my finger. <laughs> I'm not joking. I had dead skin that I pulled off uh, on the, the in, inside of my thumb where the joystick, uh, where the, the Smash Stick side yeah. and buttons and stuff were. <laughs> so like the constant flicking of the, yeah. the Smash Stick. Never had that happen. <laughs> that That's hardcore. I've been playing that much um, that, yeah, I had I had a good little patch of dead skin that I was peeling off today. And there's a few times like I'd finished playing Smash Brothers. I'm like, my my thumb's tingly. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm actually giving myself like a rug burn style deal here. Damn. And I finally had the dead skin. You got off. strong thumb muscles, though, apparently. Uh, apparently. I'm, I'm going to smash everything with my thumb muscle. Of course. <laughs> you, you're the master of thumb wars? I could be. We can find out. One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. I guess so. I, we might just have to take you to the national championships. We might. We might. I'll be your coach. I'll right. yell from the sidelines. Pin him. Pin him. <laughs> Get that goddamn thumb over the other one, Tom Thumb. <laughs> I'll give you the thumb. You'll give him the thumb right uh, up his bum. But uh, so since I finished that, I really have. I'm trying to like maybe one or two games of Smash a day just so I don't get rusty playing it or not playing it. And then I've been. I started up uh, the Spider-Man DLC. Nice. Outside of that, uh, there's been some Kill Team and some uh, regular 40K stuff that we can get into a little later. Oh, yes. Yeah. Those have been fun. Yes. Kill Team and 40K. But how about you? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Christmas was pretty good. Got uh got most of everything I wanted for Christmas, which is really just a pair of bongos. <laughs> so I got my bongos, been practicing on those, having a good time, uh, doing a lot of snowboarding since. New Year's, you were staying up till uh, 4 a.m. I also stayed up till about 4 a.m., but uh, that was because the cops wouldn't let me go home. <laughs> um, went out to go see Tropodelic for their New Year's show. I drove, and I, I was pretty much DD for everybody that night because, yeah, I'm, I'm not drinking, I'm not doing that shit, so might as well just be DD for people and not make them buy Uber or whatnot. Like, people live on the way home, so why not just drive there, then drive back home? Didn't get home till later and whatnot. And uh, I go to pull onto Broadway, and there's a cop, like, sitting by the dollar store and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. Like, he's in the middle of the road, but... Then he moved forward, let a truck pass, and then moved backwards. So I'm like, okay, well, this must be like one of those DUI checkpoints. I've never ran into one, but I'm okay. So let me go and try to drive through it because I literally live like three driveways down. So I go drive forward to the cop, and he's not doing anything. He's not getting out of the car or anything, and he's not budging. So I decide to roll down the window, see what's going on. It's like, you can't go down here. I'm like, but I live down there. He's like, but I can't let you down here. I'm like, but I'm trying to go home. I, I live three driveways over on the right he's like yeah but it's dangerous there's a fallen wire i'm like oh okay so can i like park here and walk home and he's like no no i cannot let you down this street whatsoever i'm like i can't park home and walk home through the woods or anything like right here no no i cannot let you on the street it's like three four o'clock in the fucking morning and i'm like i have dogs at my house because jude was with me jude's dog was here opie's here and it's like they haven't had anybody take him out since my dad probably did it like 11 o'clock at night so they haven't been out four or five hours 
And it's like, I need to get home and take these dogs out. I don't want them shitting and pissing in the house. So thankfully, Jude works down the street. So pulled into the dollar store and then did a roundabout because I was like, I don't want this cop seeing me park somewhere else and then walking home because he's like getting on my case that I can't go home tonight. Park at Jude's work and then walk through a couple of backyards and then walk around. Uh, there's a couple of streets that go around the back of my house uh, and past the woods that are behind my house and that leads to a park i had to go around walk to the park walk through the woods in the park because cops like to sit on the church road that's right next to my house and i didn't want one of those cops seeing me and being like hey why are you walking through we no one's allowed here what are you doing i'm just trying to fucking get home officer and you won't let me do that (laughs) so ended up walking through the woods and that's when it was like blustering winds Mm -hmm. and it was freezing rain my feet were so wet i didn't take a jacket with me so thankfully jude found a jacket in his work and i was able to wear that and walk home but it was just one of those well now time for an adventure i was hoping to go home make some tea lay down watch a documentary everything's gonna be nice nope now i gotta take like a half hour walk through the fucking blistering wind and snow (laughs) jude's like i feel like i'm backpacking right now i'm like well this is kind of what winter backpacking is (laughs) like depending on the situation (laughs) yeah we were i was in i was at home watching everything go down i was just watching the tree in the front yard just going crazy with the wind yeah there was a pole not even across the street from my house uh, that was like leaned over Broadway. And so I understand why no one could go down the street or whatnot. But like, had he listened to actually where I lived, I would not have had a problem driving home. Fair enough. And I, I would have been in no danger. But that's what they got to do. It's one of those things. I'm like, huh, didn't think I'd be running from the cops tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thought those days were over. <laughs> Thought those days were over with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I. I got for the most part. I got what I what I wanted or what I had ordered for myself. For I was Christmas. gonna say because you've actually now had your Christmas have, because we weren't able to record last week. Yes. Oh, yes. and which is why we were not able to record a podcast last week because the fucking wire went out and I didn't have power all like end of New Year's and into New Year's Day. Yeah. Like yeah. not until like nine p.m. on New Year's Day. Yeah, we didn't have any issues over by me, which is surprising because I don't live that far away from you. I didn't didn't have like flickering or anything over by us. Yeah, I had to do the whole move the reptile over to my parents' house where Mm -hmm. there was a generator, take my milk over there and all that shit. After it was like two o'clock, I'm like, this shit ain't coming back on anytime soon. And then I checked the thing and it said, oh, it's supposed to come on at four o'clock. Then 3.30 came around. I checked it again. Oh, it's coming on at 11 p.m. I'm like, well, yeah, everything's going next door. Yeah. I'd say uh, so. Honestly, for me, the biggest surprise of what I got for Christmas was uh, I'm gonna get a chance to go see Metallica when they come to town. Nice. Uh, originally, I had some decent seats picked out, and uh, when I went to go order them, the site fucked me over and kicked me out, and I lost my tickets. And there was this really they hit this for whatever reason. Metallica is doing a really stupid uh, price pointing. It's either like I think like seventy five dollars or something for a. a chunk of seats or that it was like 160 or something for another chunk of seats so you could be like right in front of the band and it could have cost you 160 or you could be in the nosebleeds and it had been 75 what and it was fucking stupid and once i lost my tickets and i couldn't get another decent set of tickets i was like i'm not i'm not paying for it ray was my brother ray was able to get some some pretty good seats uh for that price yeah it's not worth it at that point yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, you could pay for this and you could be on like the far end of it where you're getting overpriced. So you can save a lot of money by getting up close, but you could get really fucked if you're on the backside of those. Yeah. And I didn't, I did like, it was a really dumb pricing because it's not just at the queue that's like across all of their shows, it seems like. Oh, okay. So, so it's for, a Metallica thing. Yeah, for, for this show. I, it, I've never had this experience with like, I've seen Metallica before and it wasn't like that before. It was like a, your normal pricing at the gun or the queue. 
Uh, I think it was might have still been the gun when I saw them. But it is still the gun. Yeah, it's always the gun in my heart. But yeah, the for whatever reason this show they do this they have this weird pricing that doesn't really make any sense at all. Uh, but that was probably my biggest surprise. Other than that, I, I got uh, God of War, which will sit in my backlog for a while. And uh, Dragon Quest, which will also sit in my backlog for a while. Got a quest for them dragons. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven Supposed to be really good. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. I've always wanted to. I mean, it's like JRPG to the extreme. Yes. You know, characters were made by Toriyama, which so they are very Dragon Ball looking. It's kind of cool. Neat little anime aspect to it. And I'm excited to play it, but it's going to sit there for a while because it's going to be like a hundred plus hour game. Yeah. you got a lot to work on before that. I do. And Kingdom Hearts is coming out, so I got to be ready. Can't have anything lined up before that. You got to finish it up what, before the doc. What, whatever I'm playing before Kingdom Hearts or when Kingdom Hearts comes out has to be something I can drop immediately. And if not, <laughs> oh, well. So that's uh, that's kind of where that's at. But uh, yeah, sorry. To, uh, back to your your stories of things you've been up to. Oh, you're good. Yeah, other than that, just been snowboarding a lot. I had an extra week of vacation that I couldn't roll out side of January from last year, so I'm going to Washington next week. Nice. So we're going to record another podcast and get that out for you guys so we don't miss two this January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't want to do that. Yeah, so I'm going to go, instead of on a backpacking trip, I'm going to do snowboarding and fishing trip and just explore Bellingham, see what it has to offer. Probably go to a store out there, maybe take a kill team, play some 40K kill team if anybody's up at the store or anything like that. You know, only can share the podcast like, with these these folks, these fine oh, folks. Yeah. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> See what I can get into up there. It, it, it's Washington. It's going to be rainy, but I'm sure there's a lot of streams and whatnot that I'm going to be able to go find some nice trout in. Because what could be sweet? Because the day before I leave, the guy whose cabin I stayed in in Alaska, he's going to be staying at my sister and her boyfriend's place. So we're all going to hang out. And what would be sweet is if I could catch some fucking trout and then we could eat some trout at their place like we ate some halibut up in his cabin up in Alaska. But we'll see if that happens. I have goals. Best of luck. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be cool. It'll be cool to go up there. I was like going to new places and finding meetings there too. So it'll be cool to go to a meeting there and see what uh, that's like up in the Pacific Northwest. Be interesting. Uh, excited to hear more about it when you come back. Oh, yeah. Hopefully I come back in one piece and not multiple pieces. But I've never been on a real mountain with my snowboard, so who knows? Fair enough. Yeah. Try and keep all your pieces together. I'm going to try. Thankfully, my snowboard keeping me on it, I think, will help. That's that's why I don't understand skis. you got to move one foot this way, another foot that way, blah, blah, blah. On my well, snowboard, I just kind of... That's if you're trying to stop, you uh, wedge it. And that's, that's, that's like slows you down. Yeah. But then like there's um, also other techniques and whatnot too. And then it gets technical. And I never got that far into skiing. Skiing was like you can kind of move your, your feet together and keep them paralleled. And you can go faster and you can carve back and forth. Mm -hmm. uh, if you wedge it and you pull, it, pull them out and wedge it together, that you can slow yourself down. Or you can do like the hard stop where you can, like, turn your whole body and get, the, mm -hmm. get sideways, which is fun. I used to do it occasionally back when we were in high school or not even at high school. I would have been... Like eighth grade, I think it was probably the last time I was in baby grade. Yeah, I think I want to say eighth grade. Maybe ninth grade was the last time I did uh, did ski club. And yeah, you weren't out. in it when I came around. Yeah, I because I, I was a I was more into the swim team at that point. So I would was like I'd rather be at swim team practice than skiing because I wanted to be better at swimming. Yeah, I, I wanted to be with the cool kids on the mountain, and I don't know. Nah. There weren't even really the cool kids. Ski club was just great. What me, Sarah, Antoine. Bunch of random people. Schwab, Schwab was in it. Yeah, it, it was a good time. I, I remember doing it. I remember having fun when when I did it. I think I, it may have been just through eighth grade, uh, eighth or ninth grade. But 
I remember doing it. I remember having a lot of fun. It was super, super enjoyable, but I just, it conflicted with other things I wanted mm-hmm. to do. Oh, that's understandable. Yeah, I, I would have been swim uh, team if it wasn't for that and the play. I was always in the play. So, yeah. I mean, Weller another... always yelled at me that I didn't join swim team because I was fast at freestyle. Yeah, I guess I don't know. And we, I didn't think I was. Yeah, we always had uh, a number of people who were who would be in the play, so they would be doing a little bit of double duty at times, and everybody would get fucking yelled at. Sometimes, uh, depending on on who it was. I mean, some of them would like they would do the play, and then when they were at practice, they would just goof around, and then they would get themselves yelled at. When you were at practice and you were doing practice the whole time, and you goofed around occasionally, you were okay. Yeah. Even then, some of us would goof like myself, would goof around and still get ourselves yelled at, even though we never left to go to do anything else. Yeah, Bambic would yell at some of the people, though, like, I told you, you had to be here this oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bambic was a yeller. Yeah, oh, yeah. Imagine, I think I remember a couple of them saying, like, no, I have to go because we're going to get yelled at. Yeah, there's no I way I, I cannot that. go. Yeah, I think no, I remember uh, that, too. Our uh, director, was she was a hard ass, but she put on good fucking plays. Yeah. and i don't know i've heard that the quality at bedford went down since she's left i'm not sure but she she was a fucking hard ass to drive that shit like there were times we were there till after like midnight oh, wow. multiple days out of the production and that's just how it worked yeah yeah i never i i enjoyed watching the plays i never actually participated although i think there was a couple times they they tried they were always fun there was always a good a good amount of fun i never got a major part because i can't sing i can't dance i just do shit mm-hmm. but I got some parts that had speaking parts, and that was fun. Like, I got to be the gatekeeper in The Wiz at The Wizard of Oz, and okay. then I was the Queen's uh, right-hand man in The Wiz. So it was pretty sweet. Got some good parts. Nice. I will always enjoy a good a good musical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got, uh, for my parents, I'm going to go see Sherwood, uh, a Robin Hood story, okay. when it comes to Cleveland in February, I believe. It's supposed to be a um, Robin Hood comedy. Okay. So it should be pretty sweet to go to. We always like going to see plays. No, it's not the Monty Python thing. No, they were they're they're, they're doing not like a Monty type deal. N- no, no, they're doing like a some sort of Monty Python type of uh, play or something at, at the theater. Oh but no, it, it, it wasn't that. Men in Tights. I I can't remember what Ray what Ray had said. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard about that one. The High School Musical. They did Guys and Dolls uh, uh, when yeah. my brothers were there, and I remember watching it. And Guys and Dolls caught my attention. I really liked it. To the point of which I now own a DVD copy of Guys and Dolls with Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. And it's fucking great. They are classics. I love it. Those two. I've never seen that, actually. But they, they are... Those guys can act their ass off, sing their oh, ass yeah. off, do whatever they need to do. It was... Fucking... I love that thing. I, I watch it pretty regularly. I would say at least once a year. I will put end up putting it in. It's one of those things. Like, I love it. There, there's been a few other musical things. I, there's one I... I want to find the Music Man again. Because I, I had a, a VHS copy of Music Man at one point when they redid it with uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, he did. He was Music Man on one. I, I I remember getting a VHS copy of it, and that has since disappeared. So I might have to find a DVD of that. That was the first play I was in. That was a fun one to do. I really liked singing Gary Indiana. Gary Indiana. Gary Indiana. Well, I didn't sing it actually, but we always all sang in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah, making fun of the people singing in the foreground, <laughs> and then we get yell at to shut up because people can hear us in the crowd, <laughs> and we're like, we know they can't because we've sat in that crowd. <laughs> right, right. You can hear us because because you can hear the mics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's there were always some good plays, and it helped me find some some decent musicals and stuff that I'd end up finding and listening to the the more proper ones, I guess we'll, we'll say, like when they're done with higher qualities. 
Yeah, I mean, I like musicals. I, I yeah. just went on Christmas Day and saw Mary Poppins Returns. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. Um, yeah, Christmas Day as well. I saw it. It held very true to Mary Poppins. I well, let's wait until the end of the podcast after the newscast, and we will critique it at that point. All right, that works. Do for our me. usual end of podcast thing that way. So, anyway, spoilers for Mary Poppins Returns. If for some reason you're worried about spoilers for Mary Poppins Returns, yeah, that works. <laughs> we could talk about it then. All right. Well, uh, anything else where we can skip on to the news corner? Did, did you want to talk about 40K, 40K? and Kill yeah, Team? Yeah, let's do 40K and Kill Team okay. before then. I wasn't sure if you wanted to do that before or after yeah, or where you were trying to fit that in. It doesn't matter. We can do it beforehand. Okay. Yeah, because other than that, what we did over the last week was uh, played some 40K and we got into some Kill Team with the whole group. We're almost done with our first roundabout of everybody playing everybody in yes. our Kill Team campaign. Yeah. I think just Alan and Alex have their game left. Alan and Evan. Alan and Evan, yes. As yeah. Alan Alex played. Yeah, I, A and A. I'm just going with AA. <laughs> that, that game went pretty uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, it did. They it, moved. They moved pretty quickly. In that yeah, game. two turns. Uh, yeah, sorry. Was, that 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 sucks for Alex. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, that's the downside to having a, a low model count on the table. Yeah, low model count, and then he has nothing really to defend against psychers. Yeah, and, and Alan's one psychic just did, did, did damage. Oh yeah, he rolled a couple elevens. So D3 damage and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, they rough. were playing the assassinate mission where Alex had to kill his uh, leader and he just turtled up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And completely turtled up and Thousand Sons are just hard to play against. Yeah. They're just good. They are. They are good. But that's what he was saying. He's probably going to go for Adeptus Mechanicus next time. Okay. Or something like that. Because now he has that Gene Stewart cults and his Thousand Sons. So he has a little bit of variety. Oh, okay. Alan. I was never trying to think. I thought you were think, saying Alex was going to go for Adeptus Mechanicus. Oh like, no, he he has that Eldar though. True, and he really wants to start a Space Marine army. Other than that, me and Evan played our game. I was able to pull out a win over Evan. We played the uh, assassinate mission where he had to drop down and run some guys off the field, and I was able to successfully just throw up a blocking wall and chop them down with some orcs. So uh, my orcs finally are. Have two wins, so I am two and three so far, halfway through season one. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I I can give you the the standings uh, at least as they're put into this as of right now. Alan has two, Alex has two, Evan has one, you have two, and I have two. So pretty even spread across the yeah. board. Yeah, it, it's pretty even. So we'll see uh, really what happens when we ramp up in the second half of season one when we raise the point uh, level. Instead of just having a hundred uh, point kill teams, we'll have like one twenty five or so. Maybe one, yeah, probably one twenty five. I think I think one twenty five is more than enough. Yeah, uh, that should accommodate for all your level ups. All your level ups at this point and plenty to come because I, I know with one twenty five I can put my my original kill team back on the field plus extra units. Okay, so one twenty five should be more or more than enough if you want my opinion. Uh, I think that's a plenty to, to especially continue on because by the end of the game, if you've managed to level up all of your characters and your fire teams, you, know, you might have to make a couple of sacrifices yeah. by that point, by the, by the end game. Yeah, so 125 is probably a sweet spot. That's been fun. It, I've been having a lot of fun doing the kill team stuff. We're going to have to have a meeting on the rules and just everybody sit down and recreate the rules and whatnot because I like some stuff. I don't like other things. I, I completely forgot, but I did get my first win in. With the Cleveland Brown trousers, the dwarves pulled off their first win. Oh yeah! I stomped some goddamn rats. Nice. <laughs> it, it was it was great. It was a good game. I actually had the control of the ball almost the entire time, and I just was able to beat up on rats. They I killed one of them, 
and then I took like three out for the next game. So he, he wasn't able to really put players on the field. And so I just got the ball. And even though he was able to like run around and try to get me from behind and everything, I just kept my guy uh, inside of a pocket and moved him up the field, got one touchdown and won the game. Nice. That's how dwarfs got to do it. Beat motherfuckers up and just carry the ball. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I felt very good after that. <laughs> I was happy. You didn't goose egg your season. Exactly. <laughs> so I have three wins, officially only one win because the other wins were because people forfeited the games against me. I, I think I would have had two solid wins for sure out of that three. I'm not sure about the third. Okay. I say, um, I'm, I'm excited to continue the kill team stuff. We'll see. Uh, I'm more excited to try out my new kill team because uh, I already got to try out the full army. The death guard. Yes, my death guard. So they showed up, and uh, we finally got a chance to to put them to use. Yeah, how'd you like them? Uh, they are disgustingly resilient. Oh, they're disgustingly <laughs> resilient. One hundred percent so. For what I got to play, so I I made a team that uh, had a, a small bit of synergy to it, uh, being this be the first time I got to to play them. I use a lot of Poxwalkers, Terminators, Plague Marines. We put Martyrian on the field, the Plague Crawler. You had th- three special characters. Yeah, you had Typhus, uh, one named character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortarian also, so two named characters. And then you had your uh, Plague Surgeon and your Plague Caster. Yes. So your Magic, magic and User. And Oh, and Tallyman. Yeah, so you put a lot of named characters yes. on the field. Yeah, and and uh, it was really, it was meant to be like, I just wanted to try everything out. It was, I wanted to put as much stuff as I could on the field just to try it out. Um, Which is good for your first game yeah. with Army. Just see what is yeah. possible. Like, I, I gave each unit or like i had a unit of plague marines and they, oh they all had bolters and then they had like a uh blight launcher and their grenades but then the terminators all had different combi guns on them just because i was like oh well if i can get a chance to use this the the flamer i'll try the flamer otherwise i have a melta i have a bolt gun i've got uh you know whatever so they all pretty much had different weapons on them just because i wanted to try i gave one of them the flail just because i wanted to see if, if i happen to get into a, a melee combat i want to know what it's going to be like mm-hmm. um and I knew that going into it, it wasn't the best team I probably should I could have made. But I'm like, I just want to try it all. This is completely new to me. I've never had this many varieties of guns to try and 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 things to do. So I'm like, I just want to try them all. And so that's what I did. And it turned out better than I was expecting it to turn out. Yeah. Well, I, I did take a tough list up against you, you too. You did. Well, yeah, you did. Um, but even still, it turned out better than I was expecting. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing completely. I, I recognize a few things. I read a few things. Um, so I kind of had like basic ideas of things I wanted to try out. And outside of that, I just kind of just went with it. I, I figured I would just try these, these ideas and, and learn what, what it's like to have Marine esque characters on the field. Yeah. And, but I mean, I did go up against you with an army. I would be very comfortable playing in a tournament with not one that I would make sure that I got into the top three, probably guarantee that I'd be in the top five. Because I, I had Gilliman, because you were taking Mortarian, one of the Chaos Primarchs, so I had to bring his brother out, Gilliman, because it was it was just proper to do. <laughs> right, right, um, fair enough. I, and so I hadn't had the chance to play Gilliman in a while. I knew you wouldn't be butthurt with me oh, putting God, him on no, the table. No, never. And because Gilliman, he allows you to re-roll every fucking roll with any Space Marines with inside six inches of them. Right. So it's 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 really good. He's really good. So I didn't synergize him quite as well as I would have in a tournament because I didn't turtle up every. Everybody, so they were within six inches of them. I kind of spread it out, but you had kind of gotten dicked by a deployment too, because yeah. you're 
a slow moving army and we were playing just kill each other and you had to foot slog yourself and we played long ways so yeah. the uh six foot long table we had to you had to traverse like three feet to get to me right right but you put a lot of shots downfield oh yeah because i had i mean gr- even even the my pox walkers lasted a lot longer than than i was expecting them to do i mean we made it to round three before all of 20 of them were killed yeah because my army was a very shooty army it didn't have str- well yes it did have strong guns so i take that back because i had four missile launchers in it four las cans in it those were in two heavy weapons teams that were at the back of the field and then i had a transport that could shoot 12 shots at a little bit of higher strength and then i had a pretty much a walker a dreadnought who was walking up in front of gilliman so you couldn't shoot gilliman because right. he's a character and uh, he had 12 shots on him he had a flamer so average turn i was putting out like 40 shots at you yeah and i know mortarian took at least 40 shots and probably only 10 of them went through yeah yeah so he between natural saves being a lot higher than what i was expecting them to be for even the basic thing pox walkers excluded because they have a seven up save yeah (laughs) but outside of that everything else was like i I don't think anybody there might have been a four but most of them i thought were all threes from what i remember yeah, and two up. So yeah, two up for your Terminators, two, yeah. three up for your normal Marines. Yep, and then because um, all the invulns were, were fours. Yeah, because you get one better because yeah. you're slower. Yeah. For, so some of the like the Terminators have a four up invuln save, but if you go to advance them, the caveat is you can only take half of the advancing roll. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm just, you know, got these saves. And then so if I don't make my save, then I have disgusting re, re, Disgustingly Resilient which is a five-up invuln save on top of it. So, yeah, 30, <laughs> 33% chance that you won't get killed on top of a 50% chance that you won't get killed. Right, right. So I was just like, and it, it lasted a while. A lot of, you put a lot of shots on, on a lot of things. Having Typhus near the Poxwalkers, giving them the extra uh, toughness. toughness to that, them. That was great. Um, going from three toughness to four toughness really changes a lot. It makes oh, it a lot of people hit them on a four plus unless yeah. I shoot at them with a heavier gun but I don't want to shoot at him with you a heavier gun shots. because I'm wasting shots at that point because you have right. 20 of them on the field. Yeah. And then using the, the command points, the the cloud of flies, so you couldn't shoot anything other than the Poxwalkers in that little bubble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You synergized very well with what you had. <laughs> um, and then Mortarian went up on the other side with the, the Plague Marines and the Plague Crawler. I, I did a good amount of damage on that side. I, I managed to get rid of that Dreadnought mm-hmm. at the end of the game. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> I was like, before I, before I call this... Because this is pretty much the end of this, but I'm going to try. I want to see if I can get rid of this thing. <laughs> and you did. I really like the Death Guard. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. So, like I said, that was all the stuff that, that we used that time around. But now I have to build. I have a, um, a Hellbrute. Demon Prince? Yep. I have a Demon Prince. I have a Demon Prince of Nurgle. I have a collection of demons <laughs> to put together. Little some, Nurglings. Uh, yep. Nurglings and uh, Plague Drones and stuff. And then I have... 10 uh cultists to put together as well to put into that army to see about changing some things up and what i might like yeah so you should uh definitely have a good synergized army oh yeah yeah and and next time we play i'll play you with the orc so that way you saw what a shooty army is and that shooty army is you'll have to tweak how you play against shooty armies for sure because you are slow but uh, how you're going to do against something who's all up in your face because you have special abilities that if you're within an inch of me in the fight phase you do mortal wounds to me right right yeah you get you get within was it three inches of typhus and you you 
take a mortal wound. Mortarian was uh, seven inches. You take D3. Yeah, so I mean, orcs are going to be charging you, but that goddamn stench on you is going to be killing them. Oh, it's going to be great. It's a fucking nasty BO <laughs> you got, man. Hey, man, you know what? It doesn't make you stronger, but it does kill you. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Your fungus can't handle my BO. <laughs> I don't think the orcs can. But uh, that's what's going to be fun, because I think it's going to be more of an uphill battle for me fighting you with the orcs. Yeah. I would be really interested in trying that type of a game uh, if you wouldn't mind me creating a more melee-focused team. Oh, I got no problem. Okay. You, you pull out what you want. You got okay. a new army. Try yeah. what you want. Because I would... I'd be interested in taking some of those and doing more of the melee centric setups that you can do with like the, the plague axes and the, the flails and all that stuff. Because then if we do get into melee combat, it's going to get real nasty real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, be fun to see how that goes. But these are the things I like. I like when someone else gets a new army. Cause I'm like, try your worst. I want to <laughs> see what can happen. This is where it's like, let's go to the lab and see what we could cook up. What <laughs> oh, synergies yeah. could come out of this. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to the day that I can put my plague crawler on the field and it gets killed and I can just use the command point or the stratagem to just blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> I read that and I was like, yes. <laughs> A guaranteed explosion. <laughs> so orcs surround it. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Or like uh, when Mortarian blows up and doesn't affect any of my characters, but it hurts everything that doesn't have a Nurgle yeah. characteristic. Yeah, that's great. Pretty nasty. So that'll be fun. We'll definitely report back the next battle too. Yes, definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to trying them out in Kill Team, though. I was looking at... I created a what I think will be a pretty good Kill Team out of them, uh, and I'm looking forward to putting that on, on the table. Yeah, so that should be interesting. And, uh, and you and Alex might be going to a tournament this yes. uh, month, so that'll be even more interesting yes. to check out. Uh, uh, believe, see what you guys think about a tournament. Yeah, I believe we're going to run Tau and Tyranids. That'll be, that'll be interesting and fun. <laughs> who is controlling who in that situation? <laughs> the commies think. or the one mind syndicate of the hive mind? I don't think either of those controlling anything. <laughs> I think it's just chaos is going to ensue. And then Nurgle's just going to pop out the ground. Basically. That's how it goes. <laughs> but uh, speaking of tournaments, you want to move over to the news corner? Yes. So, previously uh, on the podcast... We talked about the Dragon Balls, Dragon Ball Fighters game being pulled from a lot of tournaments, along with a number of other games. I think we're, we're kind of seeing the themselves getting pulled from tournaments, but they we're specifically talking about Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, and so Taoi uh, Animation came out and said, nope, not us. We're not pulling it. We weren't the ones. It's not because you put our anime on the Mexican stadium screens and let everybody see it. We didn't care too much about that. <laughs> we, we didn't want that to happen. We don't, we don't care about the game. Game, you can do whatever you want to do with. Uh, so they came out and said that they had nothing to do with that. And then... A statement. Yes, a statement was made uh, by the new, I guess, head of uh, community tournament support deal. Uh, Harada made a statement talking about how he wants to see the game be supported. Uh, that so Dragon Ball Fighters, Tekken, and Soul Calibur, and he wanted to talk to the community and let them know, like, hey, we want these franchises to be out there. We want to have support tournaments uh, held by the community. So they seem like they're not really taking the blame for it either. And that's Namco Bandai. That's Namco Bandai, yes. So uh, it's still kind of confusing as to why this is being pulled and nobody's really saying who's putting the kibosh to it. I didn't do it, but he didn't do it, but who did it? Right. So the, the maker of the game didn't do it. The the uh, production company for the anime didn't do it. 
how who done else? done it? Who did it? Because the community organizers weren't the ones who wanted to see it get pulled either. Yeah, I want. I wonder why they aren't just saying who pulled it. Because someone reached out to them and said, "You pulled the game. Why don't yeah. you just fucking put them out there?" Right. I, it would make sense at this point for someone to, to own up to it and just be, like, at least explain why they don't want it. Again, if Bandai Namco, because I know they're doing an official like world tournament right now, if that's why they didn't want it in like Evo and stuff like that, because they want the focus to be on their tournament. I can understand that because maybe, you know, next year if they're not doing a world tournament, it can go on to Evo and into those community style tournaments. And then maybe they can build off of those tournaments like because that's where they were before. And then all of a sudden now that Bandai is doing this world tournament, that's where we're seeing these things get pulled. Yeah, it, it's weird. Odd uh, situation. It is. Sure. You know, it's also a little odd, kind of awkward. Everything. Sony and their PlayStation Classic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think you, it's not selling well. If, if you decided, oh my God, PlayStation Classic, I want this because I don't know why, but you really wanted it and it was $100 for a bunch of games you you could have gotten cheaper. I'm sorry because now it's you can buy it for 60 bucks. <laughs> it is already almost half price uh, and that happened almost immediately after Christmas. This yeah. thing just, they completely cut the, the, the price. I'm not surprised. I mean, this is the price that it should have been to begin with, I in agree. my opinion. Yeah, it should not have been a fucking $100. A third of what your flagship system is costing <laughs> right, right now. Right, right, right. Uh, the fact that it doesn't come with with any analog uh, controllers, like it has no analog sticks, so you can't play the, any of your games with joysticks. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the games that they chose don't really make sense to me for the most part. There's a number of them that I was like, you could have gotten better games. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so they, they've they uh, gotten some bad sales. So they're like, yeah, we're going to cut the cost of this. Only 23 days after release. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty crazy. Pretty ridiculous. <laughs> it shows it wasn't doing that good. Yeah, no, I... Like I said, I, I, I said it on here. I just... There's no reason for me to buy that one. Yeah. I was... Even like the the regular Nintendo one, as I, the NES classic that I, when it was coming out, I was kind of like, I like the idea of it, so I wanted it. But I, as I looked at it more and more, I was like, eh. And eh. Then the Super Nintendo one came out, and I had more games out of that. I was interested, in. I was like, yeah, I totally get that. That 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 works. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, especially because right now on the current console, there's not a lot of backward compatibility for like the legacy games except right. for nes right and if they come out with the n64 classic depending on what games are on it it's a good chance i would get that one because i never owned an n64 so a lot of the games that were on there i never really got to play uh, my, my brother had it so we played some of them but not many yeah i'd love for that one to come out because there's i could think of a, a bunch of games for, or i could probably come up with a bunch of games for that that system that would make sense but speaking of uh games Epic Games has been putting out and, and is going to try to create their own Steam Killer, if you will. Mm-hmm. So they're creating their own uh, digital gaming landscape built off of the back of Fortnite. Yeah, all for Fortnite. <laughs> so right now, their Epic Games store is giving away Super Meat Boy from now until January 10th. So if you decide you want to download the Epic Games store, you can get that game for free and start your collection there. And uh, have yet another fucking retailer, digital retailer to, to store your games through until it collapses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it most likely will. I mean, they have they have a good game, uh, depending on, on how well their system is for purchasing games off of them and what games they end up offering. Yeah, it, we'll see. I mean, they're they've already decided they're going to undercut 
steam in the uh, what they're going to take from publishers. So a lot of indie developers, it'll make more sense for them to go to the to this game store. Yeah, they'll be they'll making be, more money. Exactly. So you know they're 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 trying to make something, but at the same point, I don't know, I, I don't know how much how many people they're going to have to hire to be able to keep up the game store. Yeah. Um, and then if they're undercutting Steam, so they're not making as much through those games that they're selling, how does that affect? How does that work? Especially if you know you're brand new, so people have to come to you. To start buying They're stuff. making so much money off of Fortnite. Oh, People are yeah. wasting their goddamn money on all the skins. It doesn't oh. matter. Yeah, and don't, yeah, they are getting a lot of that, too. Don't I, I agree with that. But I'm just curious. Like, Once Fortnite sees its its last days, you know, I imagine I imagine at some point maybe they'll come up with like Fortnite 2. I was going to say, look at how long Call of Duty's been going. Right. <laughs> I, I, I assume it'll be more along the lines of like Team Fortress. Yeah. It'll be more what it'll probably look like. But I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how this continues to develop over the years because they're not the first ones to make their own game store, but uh, they are the most recent. But speaking of uh, recent things, uh, Assassin's Creed has snuck its way into Monster Hunter World. Some interesting creeds of the monsters? Yes. No, not at all. We're going to assassinate the monsters. Oh, we're going to assassinate them. Yes, You're going to put the that uh, blade in the back of that Rathalos neck. Yes, exactly. The... There's a mission through the event stuff where you can play and you'll basically be able to to create a uh, a skin that you can put over your armor and then you can walk around looking like Bayek or I, I'm assuming just Bayek, but maybe there's some other ones I haven't really bothered to try. Yeah, from um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Yes. So, that, I mean, it's cool. They, they've been doing a lot of events for that game, so they've been supporting it. And obviously there's the big uh, DLC coming out this year now. Because it is 2019. Yeah, it is. So I mean, they're gonna. It shows they're they're still supporting the game. They're still very into that game, and it's doing well enough that they want to keep doing that stuff. Yeah, which is a good thing for sure. Yeah, it, um, it it's nice to see when a franchise gets revitalized like that. Oh yeah, I'm really hoping that when the DLC comes out, they'll also put in a graphical update to it mm-hmm. at that point. Because I mean. That's becoming more of a thing now, too. Ubisoft's done that with a few games where it's out for long enough that they just go, hey, here's a new DLC and here's all this other great stuff. By the way, included with that is a graphical update to the game, which is fucking sweet. Huh? Right. They did that with the with For Honor, uh, the the Viking knight samurai fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they added in the Chinese warriors now. And with that, with the Marching of Fire campaign, uh, DLC pack edition thing. They, they did a graphical update for the game. Like it's doing that well that they're like, yes, fix Let's the graphics, <laughs> put the money into that. You gotta love that. But I, I'm really hoping for that for for Monster Hunter. That'd be really cool to see a graphical update. So here's uh one of your favorite things that happens uh, every once in a while, Sammy. Everything and everybody's gonna be leaked from this goddamn game. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was announced before that. Uh, all of the DLC characters were picked before they had, um, by the time they had finished the game, like they knew what characters they were putting into the game. So now hackers have gone into the game and done a data mine and they've come up with the characters that are going to be, or what they think are the characters that are going to be coming in the DLC packages. So we had previously talked about Erdrick from the Dragon Quest games, Dragon yes. Quest Eleven. They've also found Ryu Hayabusa, what they think will be Ryu Hayabusa from the Ninja Gaiden series. Which is odd. Kind of. I mean, he's. I think he's been in it as a trophy before. 
Okay. I think. But uh, so that's one of them. There was also Steve from Minecraft. The which other character. I think is fucking odd. Yeah. And Doom Guy. Yeah. I, I don't know why the guy from Doom would be in the game, but okay. <laughs> right. I guess Bethesda, they're giving. Like, why not have the uh, barbarian fucking warrior from uh, Skyrim? They put Skyrim on the Switch. Yeah. I, I feel like he'd be a better character. So, well, the confirmed labels that were in the game, so they did a data mine, as you said, uh, and they found some labels for fighter underscore kind underscore name. Yeah. And a couple of them were, one is known, which is Piranha, uh, Piranha Plant, which was Paku, but then they have fighter underscore kind underscore brave and fighter underscore kind underscore Jack. So I don't know who Jack B. Nimble, Jack B. Quick might be, but uh, I don't know who. The well, it could be Joker. Uh, so Joker has been one of the ones that have already been ah. confirmed. Uh, and I, did, I didn't miss anybody. So, yeah. So you have Joker's already been confirmed. Piranha Plant's already been, been confirmed. You have, the, again, from the ones that they had put on here, Erdrick, uh, Hayabusa, Doom Guy, and Steve. And the, what, it, what they're kind of associating them with is the games that are coming out. So Dragon Quest... To, uh, the new Dragon Quest XI mm-hmm. game is supposed to be making its way to the Switch. So the chances are that that uh, adding the character to Smash Brothers kind of coincides with the idea of that it's coming to Switch. You can kind of do like a dual promotion yeah. thing. There's supposed to be something with uh, Minecraft, but I really didn't read much. Uh, Ninja Gaiden's coming out around on its 30th anniversary. So there might be something coming out for it. Maybe it's coming to the NES, that uh, online Don, <clears throat> service. That'd games. be cool. And then Doom Eternal, the the Doom sequel, uh-huh. uh, is it's coming out, and it'll be on the Switch. So that is, again, it's another one of those things that's supposed to kind of coincide to, oh, this thing's coming. Here, you can play with this character here. And that's part of why they think these characters. <laughs> At least that's what I was reading. I wish they could get like some of the old Nintendo Legacy characters instead of some of the newer games coming out, like yeah. Conker or Banjo-Kazooie. I, I always bring up Banjo, but like Conker would be a sweet one. He had all his fucking weapons and everything. Oh, yeah. Conker would be fun. And uh, he was in Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. Conquer, but I guess that was by Rare also. Yeah, both of those were Rare. Yeah, Conker would be fun, and you could do like an alter, alternate skin where you get like the teddy bears. Banjo and Kazooie would be fun because that'd be another uh, uh, sort of like the Ice Climbers set of characters. Exactly. Duck Hunt type deal. Yeah. I think th- and those would both be a lot of fun. Uh, I would also have liked them to to maybe get... I, I don't know. It's weird, but at the same time, I would have liked to have seen like Dragon Ball Z character. Like yeah. a Dragon Ball Z I would have liked to see Minda. Yeah. From Twilight Princess. I think she would have been cool other than just an assist. Would you want her like Minda as Twilight Princess Minda or Minda as in like the weird gobliny looking thing yeah on, the weird gobliny looking thing and maybe even put it on uh link's back on wolf, as, link. On wolf link yeah and that's what i was wondering because i assume like if you're gonna if you're gonna get her that small i, I assume you'd have to put her on wolf link yeah which we created another cool dynamic exactly another means. cool dual character with uh, a lot of possibilities because you could have the striking of the wolf but then you could have the magic oh, yeah. and specials of you, can have, you can have a neutral b where she's throwing ball uh, balls of magic you can have uh, side bees, which could be like dashes from the wolf. Yeah, and I I think it'd be really cool because she had that long weird hair thingy. Yeah, yeah, a little hand hair. Yeah, thing. Yeah, be sweet. Um, I, again, yeah, I agree. That would have been a cool character to pick from. Yeah, there's just so much. Or like any of the fucking uh, um, original controllers. That would be cool. <laughs> more more fire emblem characters. But uh, <laughs> from um, Zelda, any of the guys who used to control the divine beasts. Um, the oh, legendary oh, the, uh, uh, the champions 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 that's what I was looking for the, 
Yeah. Like, you put in any of those four guys, that would have been fucking epic. Yeah. Like, it, they were a major part of those or, games. I mean, for, for again, another one for me, uh, you already have Cloud in the game. It would have been cool to get more Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, that There's would be number cool. You, get, uh, you have Barrett, who has a gun on his arm. You have Tifa, who's more of a... And these are just seven characters. So you have those two. Tifa's a, a brawler. You have plenty of sword characters you can pick from throughout the series. A squall having the, the gun blade would have been a cool little feature. There's, or, or, you know, and then having... Or using like a Vivi, we use a magic caster, a black mage, and and or giving a pulling out a summoner who can just part of their thing is using some of the summons. Yeah, that'd been really cool. There's plenty of of really neat characters out there they could have picked from. The idea that they're kind of using it as a bit of a marketing tool kind of goes to show that they really want to push the sales yeah. <laughs> of the system. Yeah, if if that's the way it is indeed going, I agree. I I, I can't say I like it, but am I, I going to try some of the characters? Yeah. Yeah, I also can't say that they're the first ones to do it. Monster Hunter is a great example. Like they did a, a Mega Man uh, event. They've done Devil May Cry event. They did a, a if you're on the PS4, they did. Um, Horizon Dawn. Oh, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's the name of the game. They did a Horizon Zero Dawn event. They did the Assassin's Creed event. They did the Final Fantasy uh, event. Like, they've done crossovers to basically cross-promote their game with other games. Not even, and like, it's kind of interesting for them because they're not just doing within their company. And even in this case, they're not technically doing it within their company, but it's stuff that's coming to their system. So it's it's becoming more of a thing, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But we'll see what comes down the pipe. Yes. I know at least a piranha plant. It's true. It's true. In just a few weeks. Yes. Yes. He will be coming out the pipe and spewing fireballs at everybody. Oh, yes. But fireballs shooting into the sky is our next story. What? Well, there were fireballs sort of. in the sky? There's what is, blue what, light. What's going on? Is Dragon Ball Z in existence? Yes. Yes. Uh, someone went Super Saiyan Blue in uh, New York. <laughs> a tr- a transistor Blue in uh in new york and it lit up the sky in an electric blue fashion and it was compared to fucking everything you could think of from dragon ball z uh whether it was someone going super saiyan blue or like gohan and cell shooting command mail waves at each other um people are like oh the spider-verse thing just came out and there's a big blue light in that someone actually created a dimensional rip machine and now they've opened up wormholes to other, other universes and uh, fucking i there's all, all, all kinds of shit. They picked everything they could think I of. I mean, when you don't know what it is, you just got to make up a story that sounds good, right? Right, right, yes. So yes. God was a, it came into existence. Maybe that's what it was. It was God sending an SOS signal to us. Oh, shit. God needs help. We need to go help God. Yes. Jesus, I'm coming. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things I saw, and I was like, I kind of want to put it in here, but it was, yeah, I saw like... I came up, and every time I saw it come up, it was a different article about it being compared to something else. So many things light up the sky blue. Aliens, Dragon Ball Z characters, yeah. spider verses. Yeah, you never know. I mean, maybe someone fucking brought in Zool, and, you know, someone needed to clear their minds so that way the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man didn't show up. Or maybe the Nazis are landing again. Maybe the Nazis are landing again. Except this time with their genetically modified dinosaur army? Sure. Apparently, Iron Skies 2 is in the works, and this time the Nazis are coming from the dark side of the moon, and not just with Nazis, but with dinosaur Nazis. I thought they blew up the, the 
base on the dark side of the moon in that movie. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on, uh, so I'm not sure how they're coming around for a second time, but this will be interesting. I mean, they're goddamn Nazis. They probably dug deeper than they thought. I guess so. Uh, it was probably like somewhere in the center of the moon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They journeyed to the center of the moon, and then they found dinosaurs, yes. and they started to genetically modify them, and now they're coming back to Earth. Yes, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess yeah, it's, it's Nazis meets dino riders. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It, this sounds like Sharknado to me. It, I, I love the first movie for the com- the comedic value of it, God, that and great. I mean pretty much just the comedic value of it because yeah. that's all what it is. They played that movie so straight too; it was awesome. Yeah, it, it was great, <laughs> and I don't know. This sounds just too out there. If if you you could talk about Nazis returning from the dark side of the moon not being out there, this is out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to the return of uh of injecting people with caucasianism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. I'm the I'm Terry really Crews looking not, motherfucker. I'm really, really hoping that they, they get another black guy and put him in white face because that was fucking hilarious. That movie is so good. It, it makes me laugh so hard. Uh, yes. I, th- I might need to watch that again soon. <laughs> very soon. I was I was living in Florida when I first saw it and we went on a bit of a, a bender finding horrible movies. And we so they showed me this and then there's a couple other ones. And one of them, I can't remember the name of it. It might have been it might have been more of like a uh, Nazis and in, in the center of the earth type of a deal, but they come back and it it culminates in a giant Mecha Hitler. Oh shit! <laughs> like the, no one wants to fuck with Mecha Hitler. The whole the whole movie is is awful, awful, awful. And we like we just sat through it because we're like, well, we'll play a video game, or whatever, anyways. And uh, we get to that point, and, and it's just like there were some tits. And then there was nothing really going on. It was boring, some boring story. And then it's all of a sudden like, that's Mecha Hitler. There's a fucking Mecha Hitler in this. So tips and Mecha Hitler. That yes. was the highlight of the movie. That was. Oh, good old Netflix finds. I'm sure you could find that in porno too somewhere. Probably. But yeah, Netflix, you find the weirdest fucking shit on uh, sometimes. Yes. I love it too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's just how it works. And uh, unfortunately, also how other things work with money, inflation, blah, 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 economies not being the greatest. GW will be raising the costs of their paints and their start collecting boxes coming on February 4th. So if you want to get any paints that are made by GW, go out and buy them now. You'll get them for about 50 cents less than you will after July 4th. Uh, They didn't release the pricing exactly for the start collecting boxes of what they'll be after February 4th. Hopefully uh, they don't get too much of an increase in price because those are the best ways to buy into the game. Oh, yeah. That's that's how I got my my demons. Uh, I bought a starter box for for just a bunch of demons. Yeah, usually you get at least 20% off the retail value uh, within the box or if not up to 40% for some armies depending on uh, what armies you're looking at. Yeah, if you want to get into 40k or Age of Sigmar probably best to go out there and buy your uh, start collecting box with that Christmas money. Yeah, don't wait too long. Nope. And if you do go and get some of that plastic crack give me a call. Right, yeah. Uh, Also, check eBay. Yeah, eBay's better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> trust us you might find yourself with a, a 40,000 point army <laughs> yeah nothing wrong with that I mean or 4,000 sorry 4,000 point army I, I knew what you meant yeah 40,000 uh, 40,000 because it's a Warhammer. hammer yeah, yeah it's easy to slip 
But I got nothing uh, else. I was going to say, other than that, do you want to go into our spoil fest? Let's go to spoil fest. Time for the spoilers. About Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins returns. returns. Yeah, so uh, much like you, I took my mom to go see it uh, Christmas Day because we had nothing else going on. And I was like, hey, do you want to see it? She's like, yeah, I want to see it. So we went and saw it. Yeah, um, and I'm a fan of the original Mary Poppins. I'm a fan of musicals, as we were talking about earlier. They really played it up and to the level of the first one, uh, cinematically wise. It's very close to the cinematic style of the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation that they added into the movie is very still in that style of 1950s-ish uh, animation and how it would have looked if they made the movie back then. Definitely. But uh, I, I think they held up really well with that. Nintendo kind of did what they did, though, with Star Wars. They just recreated the fucking movie over again. Disney? You said Nintendo. Oh, did I say Nintendo? You said Nintendo. Oh, yeah, Disney. Disney. We've been talking about <laughs> Nintendo for so long. Uh, yeah, no, they, it, was, it was pretty much a recreation. It made me want to go see the original, though. Uh, yeah. If it did anything, I, I was like, I left that movie going, I kind of want to go watch the original again. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it if did. you're looking for something different from the original, it, it's just more of the original. And it, it was great. And that's why the first Star Wars remake, no, the first of the third trilogy of star Wars. A lot of people didn't like it because it was too much like a new hope, but I liked it because it, it fit the star Wars formula. This right. fits the Mary Poppins formula. It, it was good. I agree. I agree. Uh, they didn't go too far. I thought at the end they were going to make a, a bit of a change there. Um, I, I thought I was like, is Mary Poppins going to stay and not go back? Like that wouldn't make sense. That's not, it's not Mary Poppins. And then oh, she never stays. Right. I know. But I was like, at, at first, like the way things were going, like when her balloon popped, so I just assumed like she would float around and then she'd end up floating away with the balloon. Yeah. And then when the balloon popped and I was like, she staying? Uh-huh. This is weird. And then she uh, disappears. I'm like, okay, this makes sense again. Yes. <laughs> but it was cool how they put Dick Van Dyke and the original Mary Poppins into the movie too. Because uh, it, it was just a callback because they weren't in the opening credits because the opening credits came before the movie. Let me double check this. But I don't think the original Mary Poppins was in the movie. Oh, was that not her? No, I don't think it was. Who was that? So she was the murder she wrote uh, lady. Oh, okay. That's why I remember. Uh, yeah, she was the murder she wrote lady. She did a number of other things. The the original the funny thing is, so you brought up the original Mary Poppins. She they wanted her in the movie, ah, uh, and she declined because she had another important movie to be a part of, and that was Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> she is an Aqua. Uh, quick aside here. She she's an Aquaman, and she is the voice of like this giant kraken esque monster. Uh, in the movie but yeah so she is not in the movie because she had other important things to be a part of i wonder what she was supposed to i imagine she was probably going to be i assume maybe the balloon lady or something yeah she would have been interesting yeah interesting very interesting but the way they did fit in uh, dick van dyke to your point uh was really cool having him come in and be like oh i can't move and i'm uh, wobbling and he just drops the cane he starts dancing around and jumps on the oh yeah on the desk classic dick van dyke oh yeah it was great. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, I mean, my only gripe with the movie is a couple of the musical bits were a little long, but that's was what the original Mary Poppins had too. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it was true to the original Mary Poppins, but uh, a couple of long musical scenes and uh, you'll get through them. Oh, yeah, you will. I'm a big fan of uh, Lin-Manuel. He was the lamplighter yep. guy. Yeah, uh, he did I'm, very well. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. His uh, Hamilton stuff is awesome and he does really good work across the board and seeing him in this was all, it was really cool and his parts were great and emily blunt was a fucking amazing oh yeah mary poppins yeah, she, she played was. it to a t it was great 
I love I love watching Mary Poppins come in and like and someone's like, Oh, you look great. She's like, I do. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh they, they had a lot of fun with that movie and they, they did a good job. I, I agree. And so I highly suggest anybody who liked the original Mary Poppins, go see Mary Poppins Returns, because it'll make you want to return to the original movie. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad thing. Like usually when I say something like that, it's because the original was garbage. I'm like, I want to see a good version. Yeah. They're both good. I, in my opinion, they're both good. I agree 100%. Yeah. We agreed. We agreed. Well, with that, is there anything else from the Thomas? Not that I can think of, but uh, it also might behoove me to save it for the next podcast anyways if I do think of something. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to put out this podcast on the usual Wednesday. And we'll bring you another podcast next week, though it's probably going to be a little bit shorter just depending on uh, time constraints or whatnot. Yeah. But we'll figure out something to get you guys some good content. And then after that, I will be coming back with probably lots of stories. Yes. I hope. Hopefully. Because I'm going to be playing a shit ton of Civilization on the plane. And people are going to look at me like, what the fuck's this kid doing? Because everybody looks at everybody who has a switch on a plane is like, what the, what was he playing? <laughs> at least that's been my experience, pl- flying on a plane with a switch. And uh, other than that, yeah. Hey, put it on airplane mode because you, you might bring down the plane. Shh, don't tell them. I usually put it on fucking rest, take it off airplane mode, and then play it with my hands wherever I want them to be. <laughs> Such a stupid thing. Yeah. It, it, it used to be valid. Used to be valid. Yeah. Yeah. But that changed very quickly at the same time. Yeah. They immediately put a fucking Faraday cage around what they needed to put a Faraday cage around. So no fucking radio shit messed with it. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Unless you're rocking like a real old cell phone. You're not going to have that problem. All righty. Well, hope everyone had a great new year's and we will talk to you next week remember to go out there uh like us on facebook find us on youtube send us an email geekswithissues at gmail.com and that's g33ks with issues oh yeah we'll talk to you later bye